Welcome to the Sound Wizards Podcast. Check Jim, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Carter, how's the sound in there? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> cool. Yes. That was the right way to do it. Okay, oh, everybody. Stop. Welcome to the Sound Wizards podcast. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you. Andy is going to get a drink. Carter's going to have a smoke. Right, it's all, understandable. Let's, let's all I need a drink myself. Let's all Car- picture Andy going over to the drinks. He's coming Car- back now. He's looking kind of like a locomotive of... Funk. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so uh, this episode of the Sound Wizards podcast, we get to do again at the Wire Recording uh, Studio. Our friends Carter and Drew are our audio production team this Mm -hmm. evening who are helping us sound as cool as we sound. Yes, Uh, thank you guys so much. I mean, all the work and effort it goes into making it sounds good. Just stay in there and don't come in here because it really (laughs) brings down the vibe when you guys come in here. <laughs> so, uh, my name is True Lawton. Uh, I am the, the gentleman who started this. I started with my friends Mike and Carter. Mike Hidalgo, you're playing drums tonight. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Mike Hidalgo, and uh, I play drums in a band called Obsolete Machines. And I also volunteer with an organization called Kids in a New Groove, which any musicians out there, I highly suggest checking out. And uh, yeah, I love playing the drums, and it's such an awesome thing to get to jam with all these different badass artists in uh, Austin. Like Andy, that Moog. Oh, shit. It's a so neat good. toy, yeah. yeah. All right, Andy, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, man? I'm Andy Leonard. I play bass, synth, and um, Ableton programming type stuff with Trouble in the Streets. Uh, I've been doing music for like... Ever, um, <laughs> like twenty-eight years. That's pretty cool. Something like nice. that. But I've been like professionally-ish trying to do it for like twelve years. Nice. So here I am Congratulations. today. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Describe what you're playing for us today. And actually, before you do that, come here and let me. I think this thing should be flipped upside down. Oh, cool. This is a we're, this is a learning experience with all these lapel mics. Yes. So all of sure. you are learning with us. Yeah. As okay. So, what, what, I, what, I, what I would say, how I would describe what you're playing today is the front of a spaceship with some <laughs> knobs on it. That's what I think you're so playing. So that's pretty accurate. Um, this is designed by NASA. And, <laughs> nice. um, um, I bet NASA can make some Well, they, they claim to have designed it, but I'm pretty sure they just got it from aliens. Um, no, it's a, it's a Moog synthesizer. It's um, a analog synthesizer so it has little um, transistor oscillators that make a pitch there's all kinds of fun ways you can bend those pitches and send it through all kinds of 
unfiltered effects nice. cutting off the uh, highs and the lows. And, yeah. And then I got it hooked up to the delay and chorus pedal, so I can make a lot of sounds. It's got a huge range um, from very low to very screechingly high, which I'll try to avoid. <laughs> and um, I, and it's all monophonic, too. I can't do chords with it, so it's limited in that aspect, but it makes up for it with all kinds of other fun. Fun man, shit. Oh, uh, my cool. heart's yeah, racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, both of y'all. I would like to thank oh. for that groove. Uh, uh, dead by yeah. <laughs> that's totally that beat. You know what I mean? Like, that's there, that's that beat. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, I just it's, but I think that's the cool thing about drum beats, right? Is like you can play a beat, and then whoever the musicians are, it'll just be a completely different tapestry mm -hmm. yep. over what mm -hmm. that's doing, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, I just I love that song, and it's a it's cool to hear that beat, but with different shit going on. Mm. You know, I, yeah, yeah, that was fun. You got a you got a takeaway? You got a bumper sticker takeaway? Yeah, no, I mean that was a really great groove, and um, and it, like yeah, to echo what Mike said, like I love that kind of that just that drum beat is so like, and it's a great classic drum beat, and. Um, it it makes it it's just such like a palette to uh, to play on top of. You know, it it's fun. Like the more you do that groove and the bass drum, uh, what I think is cool uh, is like grooving over one thing is that the bass drum becomes independent, and then you feel where the different things to hit are in mm -hmm. between. If that makes any sense. No, definitely. <laughs> the, yeah. the first five minutes of me playing bass every time. The first five minutes is me going, oh, don't follow the melody, follow the rhythm. Like, I just have to keep telling myself, because I'm so, I think I'm just used to playing guitar, you know, but, yeah. and I also get lost in playing bass as a guitar, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, cool, bass solos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rhythm and melody at the same time, Buddha Thunk. Rhythm and melody. <laughs> okay, y'all ready for the next part of the show? Yes, yeah. let's, let's okay. do it. John Paul, in his hands right now, <clears throat> almost in his hands right now. Has uh, Carter, are you ready for your introduction here? He has the wheel of influence. <laughs> the wheel of influence. <laughs> Thank you, Carter. Do we have a water by yeah. chance? Yeah, if we could, if we could oh. get a couple waters, that would be really awesome. I'm sorry that we're bossing people around in the other room. Yeah, I, I could apologize run. about that. The wheel of influence works like this. Uh, we're going to spin it. It's an app, and it, it might have an ad. We'll just deal with that. Um, we're going to spin it, and on there are some things that, you know, they're, they're just topics to talk about. A hell gig story, favorite band, that kind of thing. Um, but before we get there, you know, Mike always brings up a great question is, how do you actually consume music, new music that you're listening to nowadays? Because that landscape is changing a lot, and mm -hmm. it's kind of an interesting time in the world where radio is turning into two different things, and... YouTube has whatever, and so, uh, Mike, why don't you start? What, how do you, how do you uh, listen to music these Mostly days? these days it's through either Spotify, YouTube, Bandcamp. Um, I don't use iTunes, but I also have an Android, so that mm -hmm. may influence that. 
Um, thank you, Drew, for bringing us. Yes, drinks. thank you, Drew. I appreciate that. Soda water. Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. But that's the main thing, I guess. I because YouTube pretty much has everything you could want to listen to and Spotify. Uh huh. And uh, <clears throat> I find myself, uh, you know, listening to those when I'm, I guess, listening to more, you know, bigger music, you know, mm -hmm. bigger bands and stuff, and then maybe I check out. Uh, Bandcamp when I'm looking at local music mm -hmm. and buy their album. Like I bought Trouble in the Streets album on Bandcamp. Really? Which you should go do. Yeah. That's so cool. That's they the got, spot to buy it. <laughs> Bandcamp, you. Uh, you know, gets money directly to the artists, so that mm -hmm. cool. it's mm -hmm. just easier. How do you listen to new music these days? Um, a lot of what Mike said. Um, it's so uh, every. Um, there's just like so many different ways now. You know, right. so I, I wouldn't. Yeah, there's so many. I have. A Spotify account, so for that sometimes um, YouTube's great for discovering stuff. I feel like I kind of go back and forth in my phase of like, am I listening to my my old favorites or am I like discovering? discovering. Yeah. And if I'm discovering, it's anywhere from you know a link on Facebook, which could be YouTube or Spotify or SoundCloud. Um, but if it's my old stuff, I still have like an old iTunes account, hmm. so like I have like my old favorites all from either stuff I bought or mostly just CDs I uploaded onto that and stuff like that. So, what a weird thing. Yeah, like, right, CDs. <laughs> a disc well, anything physical now, right? Like everything's going digital. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which yeah. is... Everything exists in a yeah. computer somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's something. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it still blows my mind sometimes that like people buy our CDs at shows because I'm like, is... That what really are you doing how that? you're going to listen to yeah. it? But, I mean, it's awesome. The older folks like me, we still yeah. listen to CDs yeah. every, every I only have again. one place to still listen to the CD. It's in my car. But, yeah. So. Yep. I've got Amplified Heat CD in my truck. There you go. Yep. And then, you know what? The last CD that I had was given to me by a punk band that I met he here at the Mosaic Sound Collective. And they showed up, got locked out of the building, and let them in. And they just followed. We didn't speak the same language. They just followed me all the way to my office. And I was like, oh, you guys are coming in here? And they're like, yeah, we're coming in here. Okay. And then they just checked out the office, gave me a CD. They're called Katsu, Katsuyo Tokyo, I think. Katsu, uh, Katsuyo Katsu, Tokyo. Katsuyo Tokyo. Cool. And they gave me a record. Katsuyo it's awesome. Tokyo. Nice. It's got like 20 tracks on it. The last four or five have no vocals. They're just like them jamming. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. They're pretty I, cool. <clears throat> That's a great idea. I'm going to start following people home and just... <laughs> just give them... And they'll be like, that'll be $10. Yeah. 25% <laughs> instrumental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but would you have to go to Japan in order for it to work? Because they Probably. came from Japan. Mm, yeah. To <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to I'll go play it. in Japan. I mean, good excuse awesome. to go to Japan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. New rule today. That's definitely Can't a Can't give out CDs until you're in another country. Mm. <laughs> Done. Yes. Uh, so let's do um, let's do the wheel of influence. Let's do it. I'm ready. It's a beautiful sound. Let's have let's have. Uh, who wants to go first? I did it last time. I'm happy to go first because this is my crazy ride. Uh, I can go first if you like. Okay, right. Mike, you go first. All right, cool. Spin that. Let's do it. You want a crazy effect while I do it? Uh, it's got a thing. Oh, yeah. I don't I mean, know if we can hear it, but it yeah, does you have, have to hook thing. it up. You have to hold it up to your microphone. I tested it. <laughs> spinning, spinning, <laughs> spinning, 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 spinning. We got the same one as last tape. We do a different one. 
the radiant plumbing and air conditioning. <laughs> and Every time. I heard you spinning it over here, John. It sounded great. Artists who shaped your music. Ooh. There you go. Artists. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, so, um, when I was younger, uh, my mom would listen to a lot of country in the car, so I kind of grew up, you know, through my young, early adult years, primarily listening to that, but as soon as I turned 12 or 13, I got Metallica's Master of Puppets, nice. and that was just a game changer for me. <laughs> John Paul's fist bumping in the air. Right <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Same. This is amazing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that led me to all sorts of different metal albums, which led me to, I, like, I feel kind of lucky that I grew up in the 90s, because we had Alice in Chains, and uh, Soundgarden, and Rage Against the Machine, and Tool, and Nirvana, and like all these really badass bands. Good people making good art. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it was a really cool time to listen to all these amazing artists, and one artist would influence ideas and topics that would introduce me to other artists, you know, not necessarily just music, but also books, or authors, and uh, comedians, and just different ways of thinking, which is uh, really cool, and then you know I got older, and then I started listening to like old school blues music, like Sun House. Um, when I got into drumming, I started drumming when I was 24, and so when I got into drumming, uh, I started listening to all kinds of different uh, music with regard to like progressive metal, because my first band was a mm -hmm. two-man band, progressive metal band, <laughs> yeah. with, like 13-minute yes. songs and yes. 12 changes and yeah. just Better craziness. <laughs> it was it was fun. Um, so well, was there a specific musician in that band that, that really like was it Lars who like did something to kind no, of No, it was just or? I think the overall uh, the way it sounded and I'd never heard anything like it before. Mm. Uh, and yeah, Metallica introduced me like a lot of other people I'd imagine mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. to that whole you know style of music and um, you know that just led to a bunch of different uh, badass bands and like I was saying then I started getting the blues music and old school slide and sun house like I was saying and uh, uh, oh my god I'm forgetting what Junior Kimbrough Junior Kimbrough hell yeah he's <laughs> R.L. Burnside yeah. Burns, that kind of yeah. stuff and uh, the Black Keys and as I started learning uh, you know drums I would just start learning more like Afro-Cuban I would just look up different ways of drumming mm. and different styles of music and yeah it's just kind of this whole evolution and stuff that I didn't like before, I kind of appreciate it now with regard to how tasteful you have to make it to sound good to that specific genre, like country drumming, you know? On the surface, it seems really simple, but there's, you know, really subtle, like, grooves and accents that make it sound, like, good, you know, like, really... Jamming, jamming, man, if you it feels like you're out over a cliff when I like I, I remember trying to sit in with a country band one time yeah. on guitar and <laughs> thinking to myself five minutes before I went started I was like this is gonna be so easy no. <laughs> it started going and I was like having a heart attack yeah I don't know how to play this crap yeah. this is crazy you know yep and it's it's kind of funny yeah the more you start to learn the more you realize oh shit I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know anything it goes deep <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I cool. guess uh, official answer artists uh, Rage Against the Machine, Tool, uh, Soundgarden, The Black Keys, R.L. Burnside, Sunhouse, <laughs> and uh, 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 Outcast. <laughs>
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back around. All right, John Paul, you're next. That's proud. We're gonna uh, do John Paul, Andy, me. I rolled already, and I got current music you're into. Okay. Last night I listened to music for like four hours, and I only listened to one song on repeat, Whoa. which yeah. is like potentially a bad habit, but one that I enjoy. Sometimes it feels good to lick um, the wound. And I had to look it up, so you, you probably heard it, my phone coughing the information up. But I had a dream that you were mine, is the name of an album, by an artist called Hamilton Lighthouser. It's the first time I've ever said it out loud, and I don't know if I said it right. You got a head nod from Carter, so. Word. Yep. Hell yeah. Hamilton Lighthouser. Um, and the song is, When the Truth is Ellipsis. And it's been breaking my heart. You, or do you, are you brave enough to play a couple seconds in your lapel mic? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, maybe even before we start singing. Because oh, but on the podcast, it'll just be a... What? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's not loud. We can't do this. Yeah, just yeah, go look yeah. it up, guys. Tell me you don't feel sad. I'm crying over here. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's actually kind of nice. That's wonderful. That's cool. But uh, it wasn't up to me, I guess, which is kind of nice about the way like you hear a song. And, and the work that I do is like, yeah, I, I listen to more music that I don't choose than I do, and you end up finding the shit you really like because of it. Because if I just get onto my Spotify, it's going to feed me a bunch of shit that I have like. Listen to. But yeah. when I, yep, that I have like, yeah, you know, and it's enough to, play, to put together a playlist for me, but when I go to shows, you find a, you know, you find out something, something entirely different, something new. Something That's new. wonderful. That's are, they, are, they fr are they a local band or no? I don't think so. No. It was uh, nope. Where did you Where did you guess. find that song? I th I was gonna about uh, to say that, okay. and I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it was like in the end credits of a of a pretty shitty television show. <laughs> I think I was really stoned the previous night at like 4 a.m. and yeah. then and the phone ended and the, you know my night ended listening shazamming that song. <laughs> and so the next night I just listened to that song on repeat because. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> That's I mean, awesome. I, yeah, that's, that's, I totally understand. There's certain songs that kind of grip you, and yep. you just kind of want to devour them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, that's cool, man. That's awesome. You're not alone. Absolutely. John, will you walk the, the wheel of Absolutely. misfortune over to Andy? Yeah, yeah. What just happened was he tried to spin the circular wheel doing instead a of press the button wheel. that says spin. <laughs> Go fund me. I got accomplishment in music. Hell yeah. All right. That's Sweet. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's definitely been some good good things that have, uh, have happened. Let me think. What is one that I can focus on? Um, Mike and I can do a mini jam while you're thinking. There you go. No, so, like... Um, I would I would say best band of the year is pretty badass. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's yeah, pretty awesome, I mean, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a that's good one. Cool. I was wondering if it should be more like career or more like as a musician, oh, okay. as your lead. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I would I'll, I'll go the route of the musician. I would say getting back into keyboards and like letting it re-expand my knowledge of music in more depth. I feel like I was kind of in a uh, at a plateau before then musically, where I feel like on bass, you know, it's easy to only go so far and feel like that's all you need to know about music because you know you're holding down the root and 
the fours and fives and just getting grooves and uh, so I was kind of stuck in there. So um, after getting the keyboard again, it just kind of reignited my interest in learning theory and how it all actually works. So right. mm -hmm. uh, um, the wizard part. Yeah, the yeah. wizard part. Yeah, <laughs> how to actually like form melodies and and chord progressions and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of. Uh, um, you can definitely do it on bass, but I feel like bass is, uh, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to that, so you don't have to, and most bands don't want you to. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're like, <laughs> yeah. shut up. They're like, what okay, are you cool. Doing? Playing Thanks, bro. Chords yeah. on a bass and <laughs> playing melodies and solos and whatever. Like, just. But that's really cool that you get to experiment with that. Yeah. Trouble in the streets and really, you know, fine tune sounds and make them sound awesome. Dude. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, cool. That's pretty cool. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spin this thing. All Ever since I heard the thing, I was thinking about what my nightmare show to talk about would be <laughs> if, if that came up, but I'm kind of glad it didn't. So I spun current music you're into as well. Um, let me think about that. Who am I listening to? Limp Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coming back. Sorry, did it for the Nookie. Water or whatever. Um, I think, let's see. I bought that album. I'm Me just going to say that. I tattoo. I got a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, a song comes to mind immediately, and it's a song called Fugue in D Minor by the band Egg. And uh, I've been really into, I've been really getting back into some, obviously because we're doing this weird jam podcast, I've been trying to get into jam bands. And, uh, <laughs> and so my Spotify playlist of weird 70s jam bands has this band called Egg in it. <laughs> and it's actually really cool. It's a very pretty, it's kind of like, um, it's an more of an instrumental song, and it's just beautiful. It was a song that came on in a playlist that I wasn't really, wasn't paying more attention to it than waiting for something that I enjoyed, you know. But then I, uh, I came on, and it was just beautiful. And then I, I said to stop what I was doing. I was working. I stopped, looked at it. What the hell is this? Cool. Look at the record. Played the song again. And then, uh, and then uh, played a different song off the record and was like, oh, the rest of the music is totally different. I don't think I like this record. <laughs> and yeah. um, I got to be honest with you for a second. Yeah. Mel came in with pizza, yeah. and I only listened to half of that because I got <laughs> really distracted. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. Oh, egg. The band is Egg. 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 Okay. Egg. Egg, egg, egg. I'm going to take a piece of pizza. Um, and Walt, thank you so much, sweetheart. Um, thank you. I'm good I, for now, actually. I Thank think... You, uh, you do another jam? We're going to do another jam. But oh, I want yeah. eat this pizza so bad that I have to talk. Do pizza jam. pausing? You have an option? No, there's no, there's there's no, no pausing in real life. All right. uh, <laughs> we're in real life right I can now. talk for a minute. Great. Moving John into Paul's the next phase. Because I think it's uh, the yeah improvisation and the, and the art of the jam. Mm -hmm. um, and, and being the guest, I get the... Right. The suggestion for the jam comes task. from John Paul. Yes. Cool. Either way, I got a bunch of guidance here. Moods, phrase, keys, feelings. So I chose a few. Is there a feeling? Is there an emotion that comes to mind? I cried a little bit.
kept going. Yeah. I think that's a perfect place to kill it. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's pretty cool. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. So what, what if we did this? Um, uh, what if I tried to play what I was playing in, in the beginning that Mike just referenced, but maybe I take my cues on the chord progression from you? Because what I was doing before was A, C, D, and just mm -hmm. kind of rolling through that. Maybe you have a better progression for me, and I'll try to play the same thing in that progression. Cool. Is that what, is that what you're playing, basically? Cool, yeah. So Long A and then short G and D? Uh, it's short. Yeah, D, the G's long, too. So now, before it gets away from us, everyone kind of think about what they just played and see if there's anything that, that they liked or surprised them about that jam. Tom Paul, do you have an answer? We, we achieved, I think, a Moog cover shoot. <laughs> That's, I was thinking, I, I really so. like the Moog. I love the way that shit sounds, man. That sounds, but yeah. Trying to get sponsored, so you know, Moog, Moog Music. Yes, Moog. Uh, <laughs> you know, you would like to sponsor. Hit him up, anybody? You your, Moog, your local Moog dealership, uh, go on down to Switched On, they'll get you hooked up. Hell yeah. Um, Thank you, Switched On, for the Moog. Moog needs. Thank you for the Moog you're going to give us. Comes tomorrow. in all different shapes and sizes for all your Moog needs. <laughs> um, yes. Great. Well, that was great. That was improvisational in the art of the jam. Mm -hmm. Pretty fun. I like that we, uh, you know, basically the second version of that was the same as the first. Yeah, I, I just feel <laughs> compelled to go to that 
beat with that thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, really I like, like the... Yeah. I like that for a minute. That's pretty cool. Okay, so, we, you know, everyone is... I think both Mike and Andy are the only ones who are actually in legit bands. So, uh, John, Paul, and I are in a band called Other Egg, but we're, it's not really off the ground yet. Is it an egg cover band? It's an egg cover band. Other can. <laughs> yes. Y'all make shows happen. That's, yeah. I mean, we, we get on stage and dance around and do our little mm -hmm. monkey dance. And, then you make, and you guys make the show fucking happen. That, that's we true. on the side that going, very true. looks like the guys are having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, right? So, uh, you know, I, since everyone kind of has talked about their, their musical endeavors, you know, I think maybe it's uh, what's more appropriate is for us to talk about what kind of role music has in your life. And uh, what I have discovered as a human being is that most of the other people that are addicted to music as much as I am live a very strange life. I, uh, I started playing when I was 10 years old. I kind of gave it up for a little while. I came back to it. I rediscovered the electric guitar. And then I uh, tried playing basic keys and a bunch of other things. And then I finally found a project that I was into with a, another uh, a drummer, my friend Adam. Him and I kind of uh, tooled into that thing for the better part of a decade. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then uh, kind of, it kind of phased, everyone phased to the next thing. And it just was the time to move to the next thing. And, and so I decided to start a podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's my story. I say all that because I think it's important for people to see a whole picture of something. You know, I, I've been playing for t almost 25 years or 20 years or something like that. And, um, and uh, it, it never has really looked like I was going to be successful. But I always looked like I was saving myself from a lot of bad feelings. And it always felt like I was in the right place. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I don't know, I think it's a hard thing to do when you're playing music and you're trying to make your band into the next thing or you're trying to express yourself. And that is a very, can be a very lonely process. It could be a very yeah. difficult process. It can, it can look, you'll feel crazy. I felt crazy most of my life. My whole family like wrote me off 12 times to Tuesday, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I, I quit college with a full ride to go play music and I, I could hear my family's eye roll from the college. What about you, Mike? Um, well, I think you're definitely right with regard to it being kind of a crazy life. And, uh, you know, Actually, I guess this is a good time to bring up this particular point. Today is exactly 11 years since I started drumming. No way. Right. Yeah, February 27, 2008. Happy drumiversary, my yes, friend. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you very much. Indeed. And it's been, a, uh, it's been quite a ride these past 11 years. And, uh, you know, I had a guitar when I was a teenager, but I never played any shows or uh, really developed, I guess, myself on it enough to where I felt I could perform in mm. front of people. And it wasn't until I was 24 and picked up the drums and played it with my friend Robert uh, at his place that it kind of, you know, just clicked. Clicked, yeah. And uh, it's it's been, you know, a pretty amazing, crazy, awesome, but also really sad sometimes <laughs> and lonely. You mm -hmm. know, it's especially going on the road. You know, it's it's hard to be away from everything. I mean, you're you're family and your girl for two months at a time and it's there's a lot of cool experiences on you know out there too but there's also a lot of like like homesickness mm -hmm. as well um but i don't know at the same time 
like my life seemed to come into focus once I found music. You know, everything I've done to try to serve it uh, has helped with different parts of my life, and that's kind of what I see myself. Like my guiding lights are, you know, Nikki and music, <laughs> and like as long as I do my best to serve those two powerful things in my life, then hopefully good things will come of it. And that's kind of what I'm, <laughs> I guess, trying to do now. So. <laughs> well, the, the, you know, some of this podcast is to invite other people to to go down the journey of of creative expression because it's yeah. it's challenging and it, and it seems weird. The, the silly name of the podcast is Sound Wizards. Is is that at some point after you've been doing it long enough, like, you know, people kind of forget that it's about a language. You know, you're creating a language with yourself in order to express the things that are going on in your head. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's, and it's weird. It looks weird for every person. It looks different for every person, you know? Mm -hmm. Andy, what do you think? No, yeah, I, everything everyone said has been on the money, you know, um, I think, yeah, it's been a huge part of my life, you know, and everywhere from, uh, like, you know, who, who I, who my friends are, you know, I mean, I'm not like, I don't, you know, I'll be friends with anyone, but it just kind of like, it, it happens that all my friends are musicians or music lovers, people who support music, uh, people who go to shows, people who I've played in bands with, um, uh, I wouldn't live in Austin if it weren't for music. Like, I moved here almost 10 years ago now for music. So, um, yeah, and it just, like, so, like, yeah, not only, like, as far as just, like, the more physical things of, like, it's shaped who I am in those kind of ways, but also, yeah, like, just, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, I don't know what I'd do without music. It's, right. it's hard to remember a time where music wasn't a big part of my life. Like, I've I've noticed too like um, like if I take a vacation or something like that and I'm away from anything any instrument for a period of time, um, I'll notice that my my brain just goes crazy with musical ideas like yeah. <laughs> like it more yeah. so the, than the all the genies in the bottom. yeah I'll just be like I'll be out and like on a camping something you know hiking something like that and just like hiking and all these ideas it's just like so it's like it's always there whether you have an instrument or not yeah. some melodies are going to pop into your head and so yeah did you have somebody in your life that that helped foster th that part of your life yeah um i think a lot of people my dad was a musician growing up um he played guitar and sang um and um it kind of like it was kind of important for the family that not they never like thought they never like wanted me necessarily to try to make a career out of it because right. yeah. um that's crazy <laughs> but <laughs> i would do that <laughs> but uh but but um no like you know in like i said earlier like get, making me take lessons and just like it was it was a big part of the family so all my siblings play and um so that, and yeah, some of my teachers growing up uh, with piano, um, some of them were cooler than others. Like the ones I had a, as a teenager, you know, kind of opened me up to a lot of like different kinds of rock and roll and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I'd say throughout that, and then just being in bands, like I would say even. How many bands were you in so far? 
so many. Um, <laughs> uh, like in Phoenix, where I'm from, I was only in one for a really long time, or like different iterations of the same band for like seven years. But since moving to Austin, I've probably been in like like serious bands, probably less than ten, maybe like six or so. But like, but like short term, like it only lasted a month or something like that. Like. Yeah, probably, I don't know, several dozen <laughs> that, awesome. That's amazing. that were just like a quick thing. And then it's like either that didn't work or somebody else quit the band or who knows. Um, so, yeah. That's wild. That's cool. I'm sure as a bass player and a keys player, I mean, there's... Yeah, you know, yeah. Those bands that would bass especially. I've never been... Yeah, I then like just recently... This is the only band I've ever played keys for. So, and I've... Still kind of getting up to the level where I feel like I can play anybody's songs, like gotcha. you know, to be a sit-in kind of guy on keys. But uh, but yeah, as bass, everyone's looking for a bass player, yeah. and that's why we invited you tonight. No. Yeah, I'm actually looking for a bass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone is. It was all a ruse. <laughs> I've been yeah. I do. I'm sitting in actually this Friday. I guess whenever this airs, this will no longer be this coming Friday. But. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the bands is opening for Trouble in the Streets. I've actually been filling in on bass for for the last couple shows. That's pretty cool. What's it called? Uh, Lunar Eclectic is their cool. band. That sounds pretty and cool. It's pretty cool. jammy, funky, heavy. It's cool stuff. Yeah, Sweet. it's been fun. So nice. it just kind of was serendipitous because they actually got the call from the agent and without yeah, like the opener dropped and nobody said anything to us, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey. We got an offer to open for you. I'm That's like, awesome. I'm like, oh. That's awesome. Cool. All right. Nobody knew that I was in that band yet, so they're just kind <laughs> of. Funny. That's funny. So you'll be doing double duty that night. Yeah, yeah, I will be, nice. so that'll be fun. That's pretty fun. And there, uh, there'll be some improv in that one, too. Yeah, Ooh. I like that. Um, let's do a jam to be different. Okay. So cool. what I think we should do is I think we should have um, uh, Mike on Moog, on Moog. Uh, Andy on drums, cool. John Paul on bass, and me on guitar. John Paul's shaking his head no right now. <laughs> Not today. Not today, he says. Not today. You could make it happen. No, you could no. make it happen. I, I'd give you the chord progression, yeah. and then we'd all play around you. Not today. I believe in you, John Paul. There will come a day. <laughs> all right. Maybe, maybe I, then maybe I should play bass. Nah, I'll play guitar. Yeah. yeah, I think you should play bass. Bass? Cool. Okay. Bass. Yep. You can always play bass on this if you wanna, but it's... Yeah, but I think if Mike's gonna be playing it, or I maybe, think he should be able to play Maybe fun if you wanna stuff. play it, I can play guitar, and then you can play the Moog. You said you wanted to play it. I do, I do wanna play it. Then the you should play it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Sound Wizard Podcast. Yeehaw, Grandma. Cool, cool. Hell yeah. Yeehaw, Grandma. Cool, cool. Hell yeah. Not too bad. Now, what we do is we pack up all the shit with our microphones on. Pack it all up. Pack it. Get it all ready to load out and then we can take it. Load it. Because this well, is an important part of the music world where you pack all your dumb, heavy, weird shit up and then put it back in your car. It is. And you roll up all the dumb cables. That are look like a rat's nest everywhere. That's why I play music. Yeah. <laughs> this part right here. This is my favorite. This is my favorite part. <laughs>
Man, man, it's wild. It's, it's... Yeehaw, Grandma. Yeah. I think the whole the whole end of the podcast, in my in my opinion, is like just like a, like a sound wash. You know, something that you just listen to for you just listen to. You know, like oh yeah, it's just playing in the background while I'm doing whatever the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, right. And then every once in a while you hear like people say things in yeah. time with the music, and you're like, I love that. <laughs> so what were you saying? You were gonna blend? You were gonna blend that with what at, at the end? Or I think that we should. End, this all of the, basically the conversation we had before the jam mm-hmm. and this time of us tearing down just blended with that outro jam yeah. that would be cool it like it's I like, like an mtv idea. beach party vibe it's just like music like sounds everywhere Very you know cool. that is cool i'm glad i glad i brought the mogul along yeah yeah, yeah really changed things. Glad everyone got a chance to have fun with it. Yeah. What would you um? What if you, if you hadn't played this? What would you have played for? If I had, well, like, I, say, I guess you, just you have bass. Synthesizer, yeah. Right? yeah, I do. I have another one that like, um, it's a Prophet, is what it's called, and it's um, it's a full keyboard, and it's um, it is polyphonic, so you can do chords and all that kind of stuff.